Good morning and welcome to day 40 of Lenten Prayer with St Cuthbert. Let us pray. This is a prayer of St Patrick. I rise today with the power of God to guide me, the might of God to uphold me, the wisdom of God to teach me, the eye of God to watch over me, the ear of God to hear me, the word of God to give me speech, the hand of God to protect me, the path of God to lie before me, the shield of God to shelter me, the host of God to defend me against the snares of the devil and the temptations of the world, against every person who meditates injury to me, whether far or near. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 60. In the Vulgate version of the Bible, it is Psalm 59, which is the psalm referred to in Bede's Life of Cuthbert this morning. O God, you have cast us off and broken us. You have been angry. Restore us to yourself again. You have shaken the earth and torn it apart. Heal its wounds, for it trembles. You have made your people drink bitter things. We reel from the deadly wine you have given us. You have made those who fear you to flee, to escape from the range of the bow, that your beloved may be delivered. Save us by your right hand and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness. I will triumph and divide Shechem and share out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah my scepter. Moab shall be my washpot, over Edom will I cast my sandal. Across Philistia will I shout in triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Edom? Have you not cast us off, O God? Will you no longer go forth with our troops? Grant us your help against the enemy. For earthly help is in vain. Through God we will do great acts. For it is he that shall tread down our enemies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Risen Christ, you claim your own among the nations. Mend what is broken in us, loving Saviour. Do not forsake us when we fall. But in your service, grant us daring and love for your name's sake.
Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 22 at verse 14. And when the hour came, he reclined at table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this, and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Behold, the hand of the one who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another, which of them it could be who was going to do this. A dispute also arose among them, as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is greater, one who reclines at table, or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me at my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said to him, I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. And he said to them, When I sent you out with no money bag or knapsack or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, Nothing. He said to them, But now let the one who has a money bag take it, and likewise a knapsack. And let the one who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. 
for I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was numbered with the transgressors. For what is written about me has its fulfillment. And they said, Lord, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. Here ends the Gospel of our Lord. This is an Anglo-Saxon prayer from the Nonaminster Codex. Lord Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life, we seek eternal life, that you may make us your friends. You came from heaven to pour life into the world. We know you to be the bread of life, the loving bond of human hearts. One who comes to you will never suffer hunger. One who believes in you will never thirst. For you are the true bread. Your flesh is all-powerful. And your blood, Jesus, is the true drink of the faithful. By this mystery you redeem us from death, so that we may live in you, Lord, more securely and wisely. We therefore pray you to make us worthy to share in this holy mystery, to the praise of your name. Amen. Chapter 40 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert I went out at once and announced his death to the brethren, who were themselves spending the night in prayer and vigil. As chance would have it, they had reached Psalm 59 in Lord's, the one beginning, O God, thou hast cast us off, and hast broken us down. Thou hast been angry, and hast had compassion on us. One of the monks went without delay, and lit two candles, and went up, with one in each hand, to a piece of high ground, to let the Lindisfarne brethren know that Cuthbert's holy soul had gone to the Lord. They had decided among themselves that this should be the sign of his holy death. The brother in the watchtower at Lindisfarne, who was sitting up all night awaiting the news, ran quickly to the church where the monks were assembled for the night office, and as he entered they too were singing the same Psalm 59. This, as events were to prove, was providential. For after Cuthbert was buried, such a storm broke out that several monks chose to depart rather than bear the brunt of such danger. A year later, Aadbert succeeded to the bishopric. He was a man of outstanding virtues, completely dedicated to works of charity, and a fine scripture scholar. It was with his ascension that the trouble and disturbances were quelled. The Lord, as the scriptures tell us, did build up Jerusalem, that is, the vision of peace, and gather together the outcast of Israel. He healed the broken-hearted and bound up their wounds. Then the import of the psalm they had been singing when news of Cuthbert's death arrived was made plain. His fellow citizens of the monastery might be cast down and forced out, but when the blazes of wrath, but when the blaze of wrath 
had spent itself, they would be brought to life again through the divine mercy. Anyone who glances at the psalm will see that the rest of the verses convey the same meaning. We placed the body of our venerable father in the boat and bore it across to Lindisfarne, where it was received by choirs of singers and a great crowd that had turned out to meet it. It was buried in a stone coffin on the right-hand side of the altar in the church of the blessed Apostle Peter. We come to our prayers of intercession. Let us pray. Almighty God, who has taught us to make prayers and intercessions for all people, we pray for ministers of religion and all who guide the thoughts of the people, for artists, authors, musicians, journalists, teachers and governors, that our common life may be crowned with truth and beauty. For all who heal the body, guard the health of the people, and tend the sick, that they may follow in the footsteps of Christ, the great physician. For all on whose labour we depend for the necessities of life, for our farmers, and for those who carry on the commerce of the world, that they may seek no private gain which would hinder the good of all. For parents and children, that purity, love and honour may dwell in our homes, and duty and affection be the bond of our family life. for all who draw nigh unto death, that they may know thy presence with them through the valley of the shadow, and may wake to behold thy face through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A Collect Another Anglo-Saxon prayer from the Nunnaminster Codex. O Lord, according to your generosity, you who are the fountain of all mercy. May we be forever cleansed within from all the pollution of our sins. At your leading alone, may we merit to attain with fitting jubilation to your eternal banquet and dance forever before your eternal bride, O God, with palms of victory and with lamps burning bright. May we be worthy to enter in happiness before you, who with God the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns as God in glory for endless ages. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day 
our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer from the Book of Hours. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.